Hello, Polytopians, and uh, thanks for tuning in to the Polytopian Times. First off with this episode, just wanted to give uh, congrats to Aragorn111, the winner of our Christmas Polytopia art contest with a really awesome picture of some Polytopians out for a nice ski. Congrats and uh, great job in that art, Aragorn. Anyways, uh, let's hop into the episode. Hello, Polytopians. Thanks for tuning in to the Polytopian Times. I'm your host, Sam, and today we're joined by eSpark. Thanks for joining us, eSpark, in the new year. Yes! Thanks! Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy 2023, everybody! In today's episode, we're going to take a nice look at all the changes we saw over the course of 2022, everything that changed in the meta of the game, and, uh, well, some of our predictions for what could change in 2023. Well, without any further ado, let's hop in and take a look at what changed. So, uh, over the course of the year, we've seen uh, a decent amount of balance updates, and um, more than anything else, I think 2022 was a year where we saw a lot of new features added, stuff that's been um, promised and teased for a while, but we just didn't have yet. And I think um, off the top, yeah, the three big things we had added on were just diplomacy with their cloaks, the daggers, the embassies, and everything there. The ability to sort of have some team games, finally. Uh, we also saw the introduction of a tutorial um, introduced at that same time, which was good, which was good. Over the course of the year, we also saw the addition of tribe skins, finally. So uh, some nice custom cosmetics. If uh, you want to look a little different from the uh, Vengear or Barter player right next to you, you can pop on a different skin and, um, you know, change things up a little bit. I guess Hoodrick has that, too, if uh, you know, you're into that design. <laughs> and then, of course, we got the huge... Uh, esports update which introduced live games uh redid how multiplayer lobbies work gave us replays uh gave us tournaments really just uh gave polytopia the framework for competitive landscape although i know there was a lot of consternation and controversy about some of the changes to the way that multiplayer games were being set up overall so uh definitely some changes above me on that and then of course we had lots of uh, balance changes over the course of the year in 2022 we saw balance changes that um, impacted the way knights work. Finally, I feel like they got balanced into a nice spot. Um, we did, however, see uh, some not-so-great changes for uh, one of my favorite tribes, Simanti. They uh, they wound up seeing a lot of changes that kind of nerfed them. Some of them were just fine. Some of them seemed a bit uncalled for or out of place, such as making titans even less effective. And... Um, Reducing explosion damage, which is more of a band-aid on, uh, on the problem that you see with Symanti. Um, people feel they're a bit OP. Uh, and it's not necessarily from explosions that you'd, you'd get that sort of um, level of power. But it was their only way of being like viable at sea. Um, with the Rachian stuff, I mean, uh, a fly swarm is nice. But now you're really reliant on algae bridges and using poison to try and cross bodies of water and it just makes any performance anywhere besides a, a lake or dry lands game uh, a lot more difficult for Simanti to try and pull off it's going to be a, a lot more uh, contingent on what the spawn looks like now um, especially with some of those later changes especially the explosion damage nerf but um, really uh, just the culmination of all the updates we saw over the, the course of the year there although we did see multiple glory thresholds added in and um, some of the other special tribes got improvements uh 
Aquarian's Crab finally got a little buff, and uh, we know Illyrian got a buff with their Sanctuaries too, which is nice. Uh, Politors are strong units for them, especially after farming kind of kicked Dragon Farming in the teeth, so it's good to see that they have uh, a way of improving their economy somehow yeah, in the modern game meta. I mean, and that that's a nice brief rundown over everything that's changed, but uh, Eastpark, feel free to give me uh, some more detailed thoughts here. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'd like to start I mean, what do you think is the biggest change? I, I have a hard time. I mean, diplomacy was really big. Yeah. I think if I had to pick the number one change to Polytopia in 2022, what do you think? Diplomacy? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got to give it to diplomacy. It, um, it seemed to have the biggest impact the way the game actually played. Um, you know, nerfs and balances aside, the, introduction of cloaks and embassies and all this really just revamps the way uh tribes interact with each other um <laughs> uh you can really do some cheeky stuff uh the earlier incarnation of cloaks were a lot sneakier though so i guess um they're not quite as impactful in terms of the ease of getting them into play as they used to be but uh they still give more bang for their buck when they actually get there so yeah, yeah, I definitely think I have to agree. The introduction of not just a, a new tech, but a, a new way to wage wars is um, definitely had more of an impact and I think affected more players over the course of the year than anything else yeah. that was added in. I think more than just cloaks, I embassies were really big, but, you know, peace treaties, being able to make a peace treaty, especially in, you know, big free-for-all games or team games, it really changed your strategy. If you can share roads, if you can avoid zone of control, it it kind of changes the entire way you look at the game. It's your mindset, right? Yes, yeah, it's, uh, that's a thousand percent. It, you know, um, it's it becomes more focused on having to leverage some of those alliances, and you're not just sort of uh, word of mouthing it or doing it out of convenience. You can get an actual substantial guarantee of some sort when you get a, an alliance put through something that's got some weight carried with it in the game with some repercussions should you break it early um yeah i think that was a very positive change and it, uh, it does really uh throw up the way things go especially in those team games where again yeah sharing roads um having no zone of control being in the way um just being able to you know, reinforce an ally who might need some help without having to worry about getting into their city if you kill the unit that's sieging it. Um, so, yeah, there was a, a lot of good benefits there, uh, along with having allies and stuff added in. I think there was a lot of positive changes we saw overall. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, folks, if we had to give it to anything there, it was definitely diplomacy that had the uh, the biggest impact on the game's meta. Um, yeah. Although... And if, yeah. I was going to... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, well... All right. Uh, I was uh, I was going to say um, the biggest impact, perhaps, on the community experience besides that is definitely the um, the live game slash esports update, though. It, it doesn't impact gameplay quite so much, but it absolutely does impact the way that people can sort of um, engage with the game as a whole. Uh, the sense of community that's built up, especially for some of these, you know, uh, a larger communities. Um, I'm sure Giants League and Polychamps both will get plenty of use out of just replays alone, which are huge for analysis, entertainment, training, uh, you name it. A uh, lot, lot, lot of value there 
just from replays alone, let alone having live games and, and the ability to do, like, organized tournaments, although they are limited to uh, single games, from my understanding. The, uh, yeah, I think it's really interesting seeing it from, you know, my point of view, being really involved with a lot of these uh, tournament communities and leagues. The replays are helpful for learning, um, but it seems like we're reaching out to a whole new group of players through the challenger mode tournaments. Um, you know, in the first yeah. week alone, there was like thousands of people who signed up for the challenger mode space. And now poly champions has over 3000 people in the space where in the discord server, we only have like 300. So it's really early. It's hard to know what's going to happen with the challenger mode tourneys because yeah right now they're only limited to live games you can't do like 24-hour turns you can't do team games oh right um, right you can do free-for-alls you can do 1v1s obviously um but i think there's so much potential there they're still kind of glitchy there's some you know games that fail there's been some you know, kind of rough patches starting up. Um, but I think it has a lot of potential and we, we haven't even seen like all it can do yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, uh, really just the dawn of this, uh, this brand new thing. But I mean, I think the, the figures right there are pretty sound, uh, going from 300 to 3000 members. That's, that's something big on that. That was polymane. Um, that's so poly champions, the discord server still only has about 300 members, but ah. the space in the, in the challenger mode app, I think we're at like three and a half thousand. But the other thing is the influx of new people. So before the live games update, poly champions league would get maybe eight to 10 new members per month. Right. And since the live game update with the challenger mode tourney, we get like 50 new people a month. So I can't do the math. So what, like, you know, five times as many people are showing up. Um, I don't know. It's probably a temporary thing. It'll probably slow down. You know, there's a uh, new influx. Returns. It's, um, again, it has a lot of potential to change how the competitive community plays and you can even do like um tournaments with cash prizes in the challenger mode app i haven't seen that yet but it's it's feasible you can do it there <laughs> yeah get yeah, real really sports yeah take the uh, the stakes up to the next level although uh i assume you just have to have like a, a proper polytopian champion of some sort if you're winning uh, a cash prize for the game right yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the Challenger <laughs> Mode did host one tournament so far with a cash prize. I think it was like 10 euros. Right. Uh, which I think is like 10 bucks in America. Um, and Pew, uh, Q from Ronin won that. He's very good. So congrats to Pew, the very first um, pro professional Polytopia player. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, many congrats to uh, the Pew there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some cool stuff. I mean, so we've, we've seen a lot of good developments, especially for the community over 2022, although 
obviously some of it's been quite controversial and has split the community too, um, just like the introduction of cloaks. Well, likewise, we're looking at a 2023 that could potentially have an equally large amount of things to offer. We know roughly two years ago, Symantec came out. Um, and we've had another tribe teased for this year. Uh, in 2023, there's a good chance that the Ancients will be coming out. And they're supposed to be uh, a new tribe that's going to leverage the power of lightning and electricity. Um, and they are the historical tribe that predates all of the other tribes on the square, the original unified uh, peoples of the square, the ones who left all the ruins around the map, so you get technologies or money or units from. That's uh, that's all laid to the ancients, so I'm, uh, I'm also curious to see how they're going to interact with their runes. Sam, you forgot one other really cool thing about the ancients. Oh, yeah? They have dinosaurs! Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, they do, they do have the dinosaurs, <laughs> which is top-notch. You've got electric dinosaurs, so this is... Um, Basically, just a pro-level arc tribe you're playing in Polytopia now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I love the what the lore and stuff, but to me, I'm more interested in the mechanics, right? I like the crunch as well as the fluff, so to speak. And yeah. I want to. I'm really curious to see how are they going to work. There's lots of rumors. We don't know anything solid. One of the biggest uh, theories is a chain lightning attack yes. that's all over the community so i would love to see that um other than that we we really don't know yeah a lot uh a lot in the open obviously chain lightning would be interesting we've seen flying units used in the game in the past we've got Baichi, we've got dragons so there's a chance um this electric city using people's have some sort of flying craft perhaps airships they'll throw out too that have lightning cannons on them for all we know, or um, maybe uh, weather rods that they can use to control uh, thunderstorms for massive attacks or something, or thunder artillery. Uh, we what really if, just got to wait and see. What if the dinosaurs were like, you know how the dragons start out as eggs and then they grow and then they get it? What if you had like <laughs> a pterodactyl, like a flying uh, oh, dinosaur? Yes. Like a uh, Illyrian style, where you just have uh, multiple types of monsters you can get, um, but they're all dinosaur themed. I'm really <laughs> excited about the dinosaurs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped too. We we assume pretty safely that uh, the rider or knights will have dinosaurs in them as the mounts. Um, although they might be replaced with something, we don't know. For all we know, well. They're not likely going to have some sort of motorized vehicles because they are using dinosaurs, so we can rule that out. Probably more of an elemental electricity than uh, a machine-based electricity, is my yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah, in the podcast where Midjuan originally leaked it, I went back and listened, and he said that, we should have got this as a tip, he said, electricity is an ancient power. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Right, uh, electric mind benders who just shoot bolts of it. But yeah, I would, uh, it's it's a little, uh, a little safer to assume it's going to be some mages or something riding dinosaurs than, um, 
maybe some steampunk lightning cannon folks and the airships floating around. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I'm guessing it'll come. Yeah, I, I agree. It'll probably come to beta in the early part of this year. It'll probably be tested for several months. And then as usually is the pattern when it comes out, it might be OP and need to be tweaked and nerfed and adjusted. Um, but hopefully it'll come to beta so, you know, with I would say the first part of the year sounds about right, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we just gotta hope. Um, but can't rush things. We know it. Uh, it can take longer than expected, but things do come. And we saw diplomacy actually show up last year. We got replays actually last year, so uh, we just need to be patient. <laughs> well. Beyond that, I would expect we'll see another balance patch. I have a feeling that's um, inbound. I know when we saw diplomacy coming through earlier this year, there was that um, proposed resource rebalance uh, with the farms and the mines, and that got um, set aside while uh, diplomacy and replays and live games were worked out. But with those uh, updates actually out and in the uh, in the open now, it uh, means you know next to a new tribe we'll likely see some more balancing done. Um, Zoithris mm -hmm. said in one of the chats that Mojiwan told him they were considering nerfing riders and roads. <laughs> Not surprised, considering that's uh, the current main meta. Now, mm -hmm. the question is, now, riders, I can see, maybe they'll bump them up an extra starring cost, make them less spammable, or they won't have such a nice bonus, but roads. wonder what we'll do with roads. Economically, they're decent nerfing them would just take away their only economic impact although i guess you could do that or you increase the cost of laying them down um or i heard some mention of maybe an upkeep cost with those uh um, yes like sunk stars that you can't get back or they have to pay as you go um so maybe you want to use less roads or be a little right. more um, thoughtful yeah which is that makes sense that can make it more impactful but um Maybe a combination of that or um, changing the way roads affect unit movement. Although I don't know how much you want to do that. Because right now, a road only gives the warrior the extra movement. which makes it worth laying it down to improve your reinforcement times. But um, if you get that, get rid of that, then like there's just no infrastructure you can lay down to improve your um, your performance within your own borders when it comes to like waging a defensive war. And I... I, as much as I don't like riders, I also really don't like the thought of making it so my warriors can no longer carry about my civilization to try and defend my borders from said riders. Yeah, so again, that's a rumor. I mean, it's more than a rumor. Zoithris yeah. did say it in a public chat. So we may see a beta that includes a balance that affects riders or roads. I just, we don't know how or when. The other thing, Sam, that I'm pretty sure we're going to get are more skins. Yeah, more skins. Who doesn't love more skins? Uh, and then from the sounds of it, we'll be getting batches of threes. The question, the real question is, who's up next? Who's up next? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I would assume we'll get at least one more batch of three. Uh, hopefully we'll get two batches so six total new skins in 2023 i would love to see that um but that's i would say that's a pretty solid prediction that we'll see some more skins definitely gotta agree with that now the question is are we going to be seeing skins for just the standard tribes or for the special tribes too because i know uh 
the skins could be a really interesting way of making the standard tribes feel fresh and new and, um, you know, showy off in battle compared to some of the special tribes, which are just always going to be different and unique. But um, you can really have some cool stuff, though. Still, maybe like uh, more of an ant-themed Cymanti or um, maybe a Polaris with uh, Wendigo monsters instead of uh, just a straight-up skeleton moose. Yeah. That would be fun. Well, we know they're not releasing them in the order they were made, right? Because the yes. first tribes were like, right, Barter, Chinchi, Umaji. Oh, uh, I already forgot the other one. Oh, uh, oh, let's see. We got the Imperius. four free tribes. Oh, yeah. uh, Imperius, right. Yeah. So we know they're not doing them in the order they're released because they already did Bangir, which is one of the later ones. So they could yes. really go in any order they feel like. Right, right. And being in batches of three, we know there's no way they could do all of the four special tribes in one go anyway, so it's not like um, that'd have any impact as the, uh, the count loans off. There's 16 tribes. They can't do them just in batches of three. Well, 17, I guess, if you count the new ancients. But even that yes, isn't divisible yeah. by three, so they have to do something different. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. One would assume if they do a batch that's different number, that would be the one. But we're going to have to wait and stay tuned because we don't know what the plan ultimately is, let yeah. alone whether or not they launch a skin for the ancients as soon as the year they launch the tribe. Although, honestly, I would assume it maybe in a couple months, maybe even sooner, we'd see it come out, perhaps at launch. Yeah. Yeah. And they may revert some of the changes that they made in the most recent update. I know there was a lot of uh, pushback from taking away some of the really large maps in yes. the uh, multiplayer matches, uh, the random matches. So I think I saw Zoithra saying that they're talking about maybe putting that back. Fingers crossed, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to uh, wait and see, but that, those would be welcome changes. No offense. Uh, taking away map options and game size options, time limit options, uh, wasn't popular because I mean there was there was a good reason those options were in there. Yeah, we do want to condense down and get more people playing active games and live games are wonderful for that. But like for the folks who really can only play once a week or something, you, you want to at least leave them the um the opportunity to still do that without getting skipped and having their elo tanked and just leaving the game. Your people playing the game is less fun for everyone. And some people really like those massive maps. You know? Oh yes, <laughs> as uh. Is something to be had for uh, having you know that that full scale strategy aspect. Yeah, Polytopia is a streamlined version of Civ and these other four X titles. But um, you know, some people who like those titles still want to have a, a massive epic game that feels akin to those other ones in terms of scope, as uh, opposed to more of a chess like game that you can get on like a, a one ninety four dry links, or sorry, one ninety six. I think one ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. If there's one feature that hasn't been announced that you could add to Polytopia in 2023, what would it be? Oh, let's see. Oh, that's that's actually that's a good one. I would have to say proper team games. Like yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Give me alliances. Don't make me resign and lose Elo when we've had a wonderful run. Uh, you know. I said it's it's fun to play in polychamps, but it uh, it sucks every time. No, I'm gonna lose like 15 ELO every game, even though I won it technically. 
Yes, I agree. I would. And they've talked about it. The devs say it's like <laughs> on their to-do list, but it hasn't really been, I don't know. I haven't seen it as a priority, but I agree. I would love to see team games supported in the app. That would be really fun. I, those yes. are my, I love playing team games. That's what I play the most of. So I think that would be really wonderful. That would be. You know, what, you know what else I'd like to see? One other thing I think of. It is a server browser for games or lobbies. So you can um, pick and choose, see what's actively waiting around. I know the idea is to fill in the uh, lobbies as quick as they pop up, but um, it's a common trope with most multiplayer games that you can browse for a list of available sessions. I think it would be a good thing to have for Polytopia. I don't think uh, necessarily we'll be seeing that anytime soon, but I think that would be, if they're going to revamp multiplayer next to restoring what used to be, um, that would be a nice new feature to actually add on. Yeah, if you had a wish list, you just, you know, making things <laughs> up of, of dream things you would add. Yeah, and I would love, along that same line, I would love to have a lobby where you could um match yourself up with people of certain elo you know like if you're an elo of 1100 you just want to play either you maybe you want to play 1300 elos maybe you want to play your <laughs> same like i think it would be great to have a toggle or a slider where you could choose the level of, of elo of your opponent Nah, I definitely agree. Uh, ELO-based matches would be really nice, too. I know there's sort of that rough estimation. But yeah, getting to choose who you want to play would be nice. Because, yeah, yeah, sometimes you want a challenge. Sometimes you want to watch a replay of you losing to the uh, best player you can find so you can actually learn something new you might not have learned otherwise watching said replay. So, uh, yeah, it would definitely be good to have options for that available in the uh, in the multiplayer setup we have available. I can, uh, I can uh, wholeheartedly agree there. Oh, beyond that, it's, um, just stay tuned. No, that's, uh, that's all I'd really like to see is maybe a revamp for multiplayer and more balancing maybe for resources. Um, although I've heard it ruled out that that's likely not going to happen. Whatever changes we see to the uh, game will be a little different than that. But, um, still, I, I would like to see more of what was hinted at with diplomacy, which is a rework of resources, how they function, how the economies are, um, We've seen other mechanics added or deepened, and I would like to see that revisited because I think the number one most impactful factor with a tribe's potential success in this game, in general, isn't special units. It isn't its starting tech. It's its resource distribution. Right. Yep. It's the resource rate and consistency that really is what makes a certain tribe strong or weak. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to see that revisited, I think, in the new year. But um, hey, beggars can't be choosers. We are going to enjoy a wonderful game as we have. <laughs> yeah, and there's been a lot. Yeah, 2022 was great. A lot of really good stuff added to the game. And yeah, we can look forward to a new tribe. We can look forward to skins. I feel pretty sure we'll get some more skins and hopefully some updates to the in-game tourneys. Hopefully that'll get a little bit more polished and add some more features. Yeah. That'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be incredibly, incredibly nice if we actually get it through. Well... 
That's uh, those are some preliminary thoughts and a nice recap on what we saw over the course of 2022. Now, uh, thank you, Polytopians, for being understanding about our holiday break. I know we were gone for an extra week more than normal there, and uh, that was just a nice refresh for everybody involved with the podcast. We'll, uh, we'll be back in our normal schedule, obviously, with this Friday's episode being followed up next week with the first of our special tribes. And I think we'll be digging out Symanti first now, since um, they're a lot less impactful than they used to be in terms of the meta, What with all the nerfs they've had. Although they're certainly not bottom tier, but uh, they're just not a top tier tribe the way they used to be. So we'll, uh, we'll take a bit of a deeper look at that on our next uh, our next episode. And, Sounds uh, good. Yeah. Well, uh, until next time, thanks as always for joining us, Eastpark. You're welcome. Thanks for this. Has been fun. Always, always, and uh, well, we'll see you, Polytopians. Bye.